www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. say it in Spanish, but this is episode 73. Hola. <laughs> Como esta? I'm guessing we don't actually have very many uh, Spanish listeners to our podcast. Well, but there's probably a number of people who listen who speak Spanish. Because Spanish, is, I think, is still the most popular foreign language class in high school. Yeah, here... Here? not Probably not around the world. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good point. No, I, re- I remember. And since this is a worldwide podcast. Yeah, so. worldwide, man. Coming at you worldwide. It's still bizarre to think of, though, that, that there are people in, like, Australia and the Philippines and yeah. Kenya. And man, shout out to all India. you Kenyans listening to the podcast. Yeah. Hopefully we say something relevant. For sure. And to all you Aussies, Australian might. Sorry, that's my really poor. <laughs> we now we now have zero Australian listeners, <laughs> thanks to Kevin. They're all gone. They're all gone. They're like, man. We've offended them now. They're like, what? Those stupid Americans. Let's just go through like every dialect of, of every language we can think of. and Yeah. We can do Irish. Let's see how many people we can make mad. From Scotland. Which, by the way... So I was mad at a podcast the other day. Oh, yeah? I'm not going to say what it was. Okay, good. But if they listen to this podcast, they'll know that we're talking about them. <laughs> because they they did a, they used to do a monthly kind of worship podcast. And, and I, you know, I kind of grew, grew, uh, I lost my taste for these guys anyway, because they, they played a little loose with their verbiage. Ah. Uh, you know, they like to throw around words that I don't like to, that I wouldn't let my kids listen to yeah so um so that kind of you know put me on the down and out in terms sure of so you're, you're already kind of on the edge with right. it then what so, happened so um they did a podcast like in may and then the like they missed like june and july and so then they threw one up in august and i thought okay you know they just had a busy summer let's go and go and see what was going on with these guys I listen to the podcast. They they get on there and say, hey, we just wanted to apologize for not having put out an episode over the last couple of months. We've been really busy. We haven't been able to get it, get together to figure out a time. We even tried to find somebody who could guest host or something like that for the month, and, and we were, we, but we just weren't able to get it together. So we just wanted to, to come on here and apologize and uh, let you know that we're sorry. And, and that was it. And then they and you know, like played the closing music. It was like a minute long. I'm oh. like, what? <laughs> that was it? <laughs> yeah. 
Like, oh. Unsubscribe. <laughs> you're, you're like, that was really disappointing. Yeah. I was hoping to hear something. Yeah, you know, like, we might go, we might go a week or two. Sure. You know, in, in like a really, bit, really busy time, you know, maybe three. But, but when we come back, we come back with a full episode. Yeah, right? we're back strong. Yeah, so... <laughs> Which right now, you know, we're uh, we're actually scheduled out pretty far, so yeah, we're, we're doing pretty good. Way to go, us! Yeah, I'm going to post. Uh, well, I was going to say I'm going to post another episode today, but by the time anyone listens to this, it'll yeah, be it like really, two weeks from now. So. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> That's kind of pointless. Doesn't really matter, you know. But well, hey, but thank you for listening to all you who are near and far. Yeah, we're uh, we're gradually increasing in our number of downloads month so very cool things are going well things are sweet um we haven't done any we haven't done any little segments in a while funny you say that because i was just gonna say i came up with a great david segment um and, and we have mentioned this i think actually a few episodes ago um but i'm gonna call it can david quote it or can can David name it? Can you name it? All right. How about that? Can you name it? All right. Can David name it? And here here it is. I'm going to quote some lines from some worship songs. They may be new songs. They may be old songs. They may be hymns. Um, and you need to tell me the title of the song. All right. Who it is. All right. Let's see how I do with this. Um, okay. Not- I'll start you off easy. I, can't, I, I came up with a couple uh, I should have written down. I should have written down like ten, uh, but uh, I came up with a couple. I might have to think on some more. But let's start with this one. I'll start you off easy. All right. Ready? So here it is. Our God will reign forever. Our hope, our strong deliverer. See, this has to. <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be the easy one. It's easy if I know if I actually know the song. Uh, um, say it again. Our God will reign forever, our hope, our strong deliverer. Oh, that's everlasting God. There it is. Yeah. You threw me God. off with your... Uh, yeah, I know the way I said it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, if I went, our God, you reign forever, yeah. our hope, <laughs> our strong deliverer. Which, that song, by the way, is, is kind of... It's in the penalty box around here. Uh-oh, why? They did it this last weekend, but... I haven't done it in a long time. Really? Because we like over overplayed we just it, beat it into the ground yeah, uh, over a couple of years. So <laughs> I think people stopped liking it. So. Everyone's like, "Not this one again." <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll tap for now. Um, you ready? I'm ready. Humbly, you came to the earth you created. All for love's sake, became poor. Okay. Um, here I am to worship. Ah, oh, that was too easy. That was too easy. Um, all right, all right. Um, here comes another one. Ready? Uh, let's see. Uh, but for now, I marvel at your saving grace, and I'm in that place. <laughs> that was too easy. <laughs> um, heart of worship. No, wait, no, come on. But oh, once again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in that place, yeah. Because I didn't want to say the final word. <laughs> I'm in that place once again, yeah. Because that's like the title. Yeah. Um. All right, let's do this one. Uh. Um. Let's go. Um. 
<laughs> hey, I can't concentrate when you do that. I had a really good one. Hold on. Um, um, oh, shoot. Here it is. Air salvation, purchase of God. Blessed assurance. Uh, okay. I can't give you hymns because you know hymns too well. <laughs> that was too easy. Um, all right, final one. This all is right. the last one. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this one really tricky for you. Okay. Um because this should be Alright, so here we go. I'll give you a hint. No, no, I won't give you a hint, because then it'll it'll be even easier. I'm gonna really stump you on this. See, okay, next time I'm gonna come back with like a full on list. All right. Because uh I think these are all way too easy for you. Um but how how about this? Um It's the song of Asian believers filled oh. with God's holy fire. No, it's he that, reigns. Ah, I, th- I thought maybe you didn't know that one. <laughs> I was trying to think of like some obscure worship song that maybe you wouldn't know. It's like a Newsboys. It's off their Newsboys worship album. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So apparently David can name it. Sorry. Next time around, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually sit down and come up with some really hard ones. And hey, that's a good one though. I like that. If you're listening. And you have like a really good obscure worship song that we might be able to summon David with, email me. Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. No, it has to be an actual worship song though. Yes. Like it, it can't be a song that you wrote and you <laughs> sing at your church. You're like, but like, we do this song, I promise. Yeah. It's like it needs to be like, you know, out in the published realm yes. of, of So so email me your kind of email music. me your great ideas to stump David. It has to be a published worship song that David would be familiar with. Um and next episode maybe we'll uh we'll try stump David. So good job, man. Thank you. So I I mean I I, I technically missed that one. Because yeah. I said the wrong one first. But. Yeah, we had to think about it. Yeah. You knew it. You knew it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this I've been, I, I like to think about, you know, different segments that we could do. I've been trying to come up with, like, a reason to do an auto-tune segment. <laughs> <laughs> auto-tune. Because it would be, just be fun. But I can't actually come up with a legitimate reason. And I, I think, like, it might just annoy people. If did I, did I tell you I saw this YouTube video where they took, like, popular clips and, and uh, threw some auto-tune on there? Uh, hilarious! Like everything from the the Charlie bit me segment on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, so funny. Like, Have you seen the Double Rainbow? No. Well, so like, Double it's, Rainbow. It's pretty. Yeah, this guy's like tripping on something. I mean, like, he's eating a few magic mushrooms or, or who <laughs> knows what. But like, I don't know. He like woke woke up and like there's this double rainbow and he just goes nuts about this double <laughs> rainbow like. Like a double rainbow all the way. Like, like, like we should we should listen to it because it's funny. And then somebody somebody auto tuned it and then nice. like made it a song. And like you can actually download the song on iTunes if you want. Oh come on! Yeah, so come on. double rainbow baby. Um, speaking of, of things like that with people tripping out, uh, I saw this other um, hilarious YouTube video of this kid who just went to the dentist and. Um, uh, or the doctor or something. And anyway, he I, I think he was still a little, like, drugged up on Novocaine or, or laughing gas or something. And anyway, he, like, he's sitting there in the backseat, the poor kid. He's like, is this real? You know, yeah. he's... Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I just died when I yeah. saw that. David goes to the dentist. I think. That's what, there it is. Goes. David goes to the dentist. Yeah, I remember that because it's my name. So. Go to YouTube and type that in right now. Yeah, Funny. Yeah, that's one of the most viewed, I think. But, I mean, I mean, it was, what a, like, well, I was just watching this thing. I'll have to, I'll, I'll put a link up to it, to it on our website. But just about how our world is so much different like because of social media, like like <laughs> because blogs of and YouTube, YouTube and Facebook. And Facebook. And I mean, like everything is so different. It is because of all that. But but anyway, I, I'll show you the video after this podcast. Well, do you re- do you remember when we were going to college at Multnomah? I mean, which wasn't terribly long ago. It was like ten years ago, nine nine ten years ago. Um, I mean, iPods didn't exist. Um, a handful of students had laptops. And rarely would you ever see a laptop in class, you know. Um, it, it's just, you know, social networking. I mean, I think the Internet was the big thing. Yeah, Internet was big. Email was big. And, I, you know, I just I remember actually I remember hearing about Facebook. I like I remember I still remember when I heard that on the news. Really? Yeah, because I remember like it was on like the Today Show or something. And I was it was while we were at Multnomah. Well, you remember Multnomah had a Facebook page? It was actually called Facebook. Did they? Yeah, and it's funny because uh, if you were a student, you could log in with your like student number, and you could see all the you could see all the students. And I remember that it was actually called Multnomah Facebook, um, but it was more like just a directory or something. It, it was, yeah, it, it wasn't it was, like Facebook. Is. No, no, no. Th- yeah. There was nothing social networking about it. Like you just typed in a student's name, and you could see their picture. Yeah, and I remember thought I thought it was so cool because I could type up Melanie's name, my, my wife. Um, we weren't married at the time; we were dating. I'm like, look. There's my girlfriend Melanie. Bloop. Um, but yeah, and I, I but I remember when they, they were interviewing this kid who created this thing for their school for Stan- university. It was Stanford, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know for sure, but I mean, some school up there in you yeah. know, Ivy League or in that area. And it's like that's a pretty cool thing. I can see it. You know, well, at first I thought, well, that's just like a it's like a rip off of MySpace, but it ended up being like way cooler, obviously. And yeah, now the guy's like rich, and he's like younger than we are. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, I think he sold it, didn't he? Maybe I not. don't know. I can't remember. If he sold it, he got billions. If he sold it, that was that was ridiculous. That's uh, something you don't sell until until, until it starts to go down. <laughs> and then you dump it off as yeah. soon as you can. Oh. Uh, but anyway, we should we should probably actually get into oh yeah something we're gonna talk about. All right. But we did talk about worship songs. Right? We did, which is. Uh, very worshipful. Hey, so this last Sunday, which actually is yesterday, because today is Monday, um, I was leading worship at my church, Laurelwood Baptist Church in Vancouver, and lo and behold, our uh, my my dear friend David sitting right across from me. David shows up at church. He's there at Laurelwood. Uh, he had the the Sunday off, so he came and visited me, which I thought was really nice. And I'm like, whoa. Talk about, you know, talk about pressure. Um, <laughs> I still don't understand that because it shouldn't be, should be no pressure. Well, because, you know, I don't care what, you know, the average person thinks, but. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> sorry. Did I that think come, we need to stop there. Did that come out wrong? <laughs> no, but, you know, all of a sudden, like, you're there. I'm like, oh, man, now I can't screw up because, yeah. I you know, I, I don't want to disappoint you. Um, I mean, because we podcast all the time about worship. Right. But rarely do we get to see. In fact, I don't know if I've ever even seen you lead worship here at Gateway. No, I I don't think I ever have. You've seen me lead worship. I've seen you lead worship. That was back not, in the day, though. Not here at Gateway. I've seen you lead worship at Multnomah. Yeah, but 
yeah, so I got to got to pop in and should have brought like a clipboard and yeah, I started taking notes. You know. You're like, oh, uh, you said the word God forty seven times. Too much God. <laughs> Too much God. You need to dial back the God in your services a little bit. <laughs> you prayed nineteen times. Too much praying. You guys did pray a lot. That's that was one thing. Like. I know that's way more than we ever pray in do any you? of yeah. our services. Yeah, uh, that's pretty normal. I mean, we we do a lot of praying. You know, yeah. I, I think this uh, this last Sunday was a, uh, probably a little bit more normal because, you know, Mike Mike went out there to pray with Shelly. Uh, who um, there's this gal at our church who fell off a rock, uh, a forty foot rock, but she survived, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she uh, so we prayed for her, and then the Heidels were leaving, so we prayed for them and. Anyway, then he prayed. Couple you guys know. going on a mission trip. Oh yeah, the mission trip. Pray for the mission trip. And then like had the pastoral prayer. Pray for the offering. Yep, pray for the offering. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess a lot of prayer. I don't. I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, it was actually, it had a great like family feel to it. The whole service. Yeah, like, yeah. Which that, I know is what you guys try. For. That is. That, that's kind of one of the things that we we strive for. You know, mm-hmm. um, which is why Mike likes going out in the audience mm-hmm. and just praying for people right there on the spot. Um, so. I thought it was great. I thought the worship was great. I thought yeah, uh, thanks. I liked the sermon. I was, like Mike. Yeah, Mike's. I, I've always liked the way he preaches for so sure. For sure. I mean, there's passion there, but it, it's also it's it's simple. You know, it's nothing like nothing real complex or anything. Yeah. He's got his doctorate, so it could be. But, but <laughs> yeah, is. he's not only does he have his MDiv, he also has his D Min, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, he he's a really smart guy. I mean. Uh, homiletically, you know, great preacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, hermeneutically, he understands the Bible, and uh, great. And, and you know, he he is he's a great pastor. I mean, I I really respect him. He he's been a mentor to me, and he's really helped shape me uh, in who I am as a pastor. I've learned a lot just by working with him. Um, but what we want to talk about, which is it's kind of an <laughs> kind of an interesting topic, we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on it um, because I don't think we have a whole lot of time left. Um, but so David comes to our church and we meet in kind of an, an older building. It's basically a glorified gym. Um, it, it was, it was first a gym, uh, with carpet then they put carpet on it and you know, it was, it was built in like the, the eighties or something like that. So it's not like old, like historic old. Cause that'd be cool if we had this like 1905 right. stained glass window. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be cool. No, it's just like old, like. You know, like the uncool kind of old. <laughs> um, it, it's just a gym with carpet and, you know, lights and no air conditioning, uh, no real ventilation, so to speak of. You know, there's some doors and we, we get some fans going for church. So David comes to our, our service. And, and, of course, here at Gateway, you guys have this beautiful, beautiful building uh, with air conditioning and the nice high ceilings and, and everything looks very nice and aesthetically pleasing. And, you know, and we try to do our best at Laurelwood. Uh, you know, we put like the black curtains in the back and we try to turn off some of the fluorescent lights. But at the end of the day, it's still a gym. And not only is it a gym, it's an unair conditioned gym. So David walks in and what, what was your comment? You're like, it's hot. <laughs> it was hot. You know, it was like getting smacked in the face with carbon dioxide, kind of, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. And so yeah, it, it brought a good point because you know I've been at Laurelwood for four and a half years now, and and honestly I don't really notice or mind the heat anymore. It's because it's, it's it's normal. We don't have a whole lot of hot days in the Northwest, you know. So maybe seven or eight Sundays a year, 
um, you know, so so like one fifth, one sixth of the year, um, you know, if that. No, it's uh, like one, one twenty fifth, or I mean, it's pretty. Oh yeah, sorry. That w- yeah, that would sorry, not one sixth. Yeah, because one tenth would be. Well, no, wouldn't one tenth be five Sundays a year? Doesn't yeah, matter. but it's but I mean it's not. I mean, the, the sorry, it's a couple Sundays. You it, know. So so we're talking we're talking like a few we're talking a few Sundays a maximum of a maximum of eight Sundays a year where it's above seventy five de- you know degrees because I think you know anything over seventy five seventy eight degrees is when it starts getting a little uncomfortable inside a room most of the year it's it's under that yeah so so we started talking before before we recorded and that's what sparked this whole conversation it's like. What what can we do? What do we do as churches to invite people in? Because for me, having gone to Laurelwood for the last four and a half years, I don't mind the heat. I I don't really notice it because it's just normal. It's like yeah, Laurelwood is hot. It's old. We don't have air conditioning. Oh well. But David coming in as a guest, someone who doesn't normally come to Laurelwood, was slightly put off because it was so hot and uncomfortable. And had he not been a friend of mine or a worship pastor, you know, he may have said, man, I'm never going there again. Yeah. Well, and you know, I was just, I mean, I'm just, I sweat a lot anyway. I mean, sorry <laughs> to gross people out, but I'm like, I'm just a sweaty kind of guy. And so like to just, you know, just to be sitting like in a worship service, just sitting, but to be sweating and like be uncomfortable and like, you know, I have asthma, so like, you know, running out of oxygen to breathe that hasn't already been breathed by someone else, you know, it's those kind of things. But, you know, it, for me, like those kind of things, I think, I think are important. And it's, I think what's, what's good is to, is to not, is to always, or at least every, to find a regular way to bring people in from the outside or find a way to bring, bring someone in that can give you an outsider's perspective on, on everything is that you can to, possibly yeah, to get remove, that input to on. To remove yourself away from, you know, to remove yourself away from this, like, oh, I'm, I've been here and to get that, that different. Yeah, Cause we all do that. We all get comfortable with where we are right. and we just start overlooking all the little things that, that are actually maybe a bit, that actually might be a big deal for someone yeah. who's deciding whether or not to come to your church. So it's good to it's good to you find a way, even if you have to bribe people. You know, uh, by, which reminds me, um, I just found I found this guy. We might get him on the podcast here in the near future, but um, he runs a, he runs his own business, and it's it's uh, secret shoppers for churches. No way. Yeah, so like you can you can hire them to come and like they'll do an they'll, evaluation. They'll evaluate you know everything, and I think you can you know you can probably customize it some, but they already have every you know a whole list of things that they check out and and stuff like that. So you know maybe that's something to look into, it. especially Secret if your church can for if your church can afford it. You know it's it's a little bit expensive, but I think it would be worthwhile for any church that did it. But you know something along those lines, even if you can't afford it, find somebody that you can give you know you can buy lunch for after service and honest and come. feedback. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so, you know, Laurelwood, we don't have a lot of money and, um, you know, we're meeting an older building and we're not going to buy air conditioning anytime soon. What are some practical things that churches, because I imagine there's churches like Laurelwood, it may not necessarily be air conditioning. It may be, 
you know, I, I don't know, um, you know, the need for new carpet or new paint or whatever. What are, what are practical things that churches can do that make it inviting for people who come so that they'll want to come again and not be put off by super hot weather or super ugly carpet? Or, I mean, what can you do? What do you do if you can't afford to just put in an AC unit? Well, I think the, the, the best approach is to, um, is to find a group of creative people around the church who, who can problem solve and a, uh, efficient way, you know, every church has, has a group of people that, that are real creative. They can, they can, they can look at a problem and they can come up with 20 solutions and they can, they can eventually hone it down to one that, that, that the church can afford or that will cost a little to no money or, or whatever it is. And, you know, finding those kind of people, those, there's a valuable people to have and some kind of volunteer leadership role at every church. And, and just, you know, don't be afraid to, to try something, even if it, you know, if it doesn't work, you know, keep trying as long as it doesn't cost a whole lot of money you're not continually throwing out money, but you know, but if it is, you know, if it is a big deal, you know, if you're, I would say like, if you live in Texas and you don't have air conditioning, yeah. you, you need to do a fundraiser yeah. and get some AC in that building. Well, and that's, that's the thing, you know, we, we can here in the Northwest, we can get by with it because it usually is a lot cooler, a lot milder weather. You know, there's two months during the year where it warms up and, uh, um, well, and our bodies adapt to the weather, you know, so, so our bodies are used to our climate. And so if we, you know, if we all of a sudden have a few hundred degree days, then it's, then, you know, we, we have a hard time dealing with it. You know, people in different parts of the world where it's like that, you know, 80% of the year, then it's not a big deal, you know. The last three days here has been like 95 degrees. It got to 101 at our house yesterday. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I, I know, I know for us, you know, yesterday, Sunday at church, um, Sunday, the, the high, I think was like 96 or something like that. Um, and I think, I think by the time church got out, uh, it, it gotten up to like, I don't know, 85 or 86, which I, I actually was happy with because it's gotten way hotter than that. You know, but David, you know, David's comment was like, wow, that was really uncomfortable. Um, so again, it just, it's great to have that outside perspective. And I like what you said, you know, uh, bring someone that you trust, you know, uh, buy them lunch afterwards. It's good to get that different perspective. And that's why, um, you know, this, this, uh, this today, while, before we were recording, you know, I just asked David, I said, Hey, you know, critique, critique the service, you know, tell me, tell me what things we did good, what things we did bad. And, you know, David was talking about like sound, like, Hey, you might want to try mixing this a little differently. Uh, it's really good to get someone that you trust and someone you respect uh, to come in and just have that different perspective. It can be really helpful. That's all the time we have. All right. Yeah. So uh, you can check us out online, www.worshipministrycatalyst.com. And you can send us an email to david at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Or, or Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. The social uh, network has been nixed. It's gone. So no we more. Won't, no won't more Ning. Doing, no more Ning. Um, they started charging money and we didn't want to pay it. So no, um, no more of that. But you can join our network um, by by putting in your info to our, our directory of worship leaders and, and worship team members around the world. So you can go to our go to our website website and click on network and there'll be a link right there on the top of that page for you to submit your info. And uh, we're hoping to build a directory of, 
of worship leaders in every area around the world where you can go and find the support that you need to do your worship ministry. So take some time to do that. We'd appreciate it. Sweet. We don't make any money off of that. No. We don't make any money off of any of this. Uh, we don't. We so just, so we we're not trying we... to get you, we're not trying to go get you, you know, sign up and then we, we make a buck off of every person who signs up. It's not like that. No, we are zero commission worship pastors. Yes. So <laughs> we, we we don't get commission off of anyone. We just understand that it's it's a, a lot easier to do this if you have someone to lean on from time to time. Definitely. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Episode 73 in the can.